0: If I was building a house, I could use a traditional hammer and nail, framing each wall by hand, pounding each nail into each individual board. Or I could use a pneumatic air gun. Now, this nail gun would streamline the process, building my house much faster with better quality, and allow me to do some cool, innovative things that I couldn't do with a manual hammer and nail. However, that pneumatic air gun cannot build the house for me. Artificial intelligence is just the latest advancement in tools that you have in your arsenal. Choosing not to use these tools is a mistake, but so is depending entirely on these new tools. In this episode, we're gonna break down how you should and should not be using AI with your marketing. Welcome back to Midwest Mindset, the podcast that gives you the small business owner the big agency secrets to marketing. I'm your host, Matt Tompkins, alongside my brother Ben, who's here today. Hello, the other brother. Finally, it's about time. There is another brother at Two Brothers Creative where we believe that every business. Deserves affordable and effective marketing. I wanted to bring Ben on the podcast today because Ben is actually a robot, and we're talking about artificial intelligence today. So right.
1: I'm yes. happy that you actually think I have intelligence.
0: That makes me happy. <laughs> well, it's artificial, so oh. uh, so yes, yeah, so we're talking about artificial intelligence today. Now, there's there's traditionally been just one camp on this. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Right. Uh, Terminator two. Judgment Day. AI is going to take over. it's going to destroy mankind. Uh, but nobody talks about the other side, let's say the benefits of AI taking over. Let's be honest here, human beings, we have not done a very good job of living over the millennia, right? right? I mean, you look at the wars, the slaughters, the brutality, you look at pollution, there are so many things we could solve, so many problems we could solve, we've chosen not to do anything. So there is a flip side that could happen with AI where AI actually solves all these problems that human beings have created. Either way, it's out of our hands. We have passed the point of no return. So AI is either going to, it's going to evolve to a place where AI can write other AI, like spawn itself. And at that point, better than humans. And then at that point, it's either gonna be for good or bad. So we just gotta enjoy the ride while we're here, right?
1: And you're saying these are, the <laughs> these are the benefits? That's what you're starting off with? <laughs>
0: okay, right. I wanted to. Terrify, I like it. I wanted to terrify uh, yes. <laughs> Terrify Those people first. Some good benefits. Yes. Okay, so artificial intelligence, you can do some pretty incredible things. Point proven, just this morning, uh, a friend sent me this Instagram video, and they took every conservative politician, they had Donald Trump, Lindsey Graham, uh, Mitch McConnell, and a whole slew of others, and they not only had AI recreate, they did like facial recreate, like the deep fake, uh, deep fake of their face. But they put them in full drag and then recreated their voices saying all of these very supportive things about being in drag. It's hilarious. We have the clip here for you.
1: Let's make America glam again.
0: I'm the elephant in the room
1: and I'm not afraid to sparkle. They call it trickle-down fabulousness.
0: I believe in limited government but unlimited glamour. Don't tread on me unless you're wearing fabulous heels. GOP stands for glamour on point. I'm a fiscal conservative,
1: but I'll never skimp on style.
0: I'm here to cut taxes
1: and sashay away. Stars, stripes, and stilettos. Now that's what I call
0: liberty. I'm here to filibuster with flair, queen. In God we trust, and in glam we must. Good job, producer. Well done. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you couldn't see the hilarity, you can uh, check it out. The link is in the show notes for you. Now, while that is hilarious marketing on the behalf of uh, Britta, water filter put yes. that up for <laughs> the filter always on the cutting edge of their marketing um it is also i guess terrifying to those people featured in these videos there are some real scary things ai could uh, definitely do a lot of harm but there are so many benefits to ai i mean yes there's the extremes but as a small business owner you need to know what tools are available so that you can level the playing field we don't have these massive Billion dollar budgets, and we have to increase sales. We have to bring in new leads, qualified leads, and sales. So today, we're going to give you some very practical things you can use AI tools for. Um, I asked AI, so everybody has their AI platform of choice. Um, mine is Brad. I, it's Bard. Google Bar- has Bard, and uh, it's their version of Chat GPT, basically. And I call him Brad because Bard is a horrible name. It's a uh, great name. Why is it means Bard- it means poet. Like Shakespeare was known as the great bard. Sounds like barf. That's what I think. So I asked bard. uh, I said, hey, give me the benefits, and the potential risks of AI. So here's what uh, the AI gave me, Uh, at least the AI was honest with us. AI can help us solve complex problems that are beyond the capabilities of humans. There are so many menial, tedious tasks that we do as small business owners, and I mean, I think everybody, every small business owner, wants another 24 hours in the day, there's just not enough time. So this is a way you can really streamline your process, and we're gonna get to some specifics on how to do that, and how to use AI platforms here in this episode, specifically for your marketing, but everything from accounting, reconciling your books, um, you know, doing your taxes, uh, just, I mean, all these things, organizing projects. I mean, there are AI platforms for uh, like one is motion that I use that will reshuffle my schedule as the day goes on and I'll just tell it, hey, here's all the tasks I need to get done this week and it'll fit it into my schedule so that I, being the, you know, knucklehead uh, distraction king over here, uh, don't forget to get something done, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, AI can automate tasks, that's another thing, free up our time for more creative and productive activities. Uh, AI can help us uh, make better decisions, provides us with more information, Uh, it can do research, insights, I mean, social media analytics and and things like that that can take a lot of time for us to go through and process as humans. Uh, AI can do that for us. There are some potential risks, you know, AI obviously can, job displacement is probably a big one. Um, This is gonna sound kinda harsh, but I feel like, The jobs that are always displaced by the latest form of technology, like, did you really like deserve that? Is it really a job worth keeping if a robot can place you? You know, I mean, and I don't mean that as an insult at all to anybody, and most of these jobs that are gonna be replaced are gonna be like, you know, Tax uh, people, insurance people, lawyers, attorneys. There goes our tax accountant. <laughs> listener we just lost base. Our tax account. I mean, it, but the same thing was said with automation. In you know, when we had robots on on the floor of factories, and we had all we've had these industrial revolutions come and come and come again. If there's one thing that human beings are best at, it's adapting. So I, I yes, I agree. It's, it sucks with the, the job displacement that will happen in certain areas, but the artificial intelligence robots can't replace human beings in the, in the, in the, the area of being a human being can come close, can pull from data points through history. But I just feel like, uh, that's often this big drum that's beaded. And I don't know how much, How is that different than in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s and so on? We've heard this over and over again. Um, A.I. could be used to create autonomous weapons that could kill without human intervention. Now we're talking. (laughs) I mean, aren't humans doing this already, though? I mean, we've created drones. I mean, how many people have human beings killed? This is like the argument of driverless cars versus human beings driving cars. There's like one Tesla that gets totaled with a guy who is using the driverless feature longer than he should have been using. It gets totaled, it's a sad, tragic story. And then everybody says, oh my God, we can never have driverless cars. How many people are killed in accidents by human beings in their cars? every year. And then AI could be used to manipulate people and spread disinformation. Now I mentioned that video that we played at the front of this. It's obviously, is done. I think it works for marketing, even though it's random that Brita put this out there. I mean, I, when I say Britta, I don't think political commentary. They're filtering out all the trash. There, there you go. They're filtering out the, yeah. but. I don't think they didn't really take a side. They made something that was just hilarious. It was such an exaggeration. Everybody knows that's not really them. Um, and so that's what makes it funny. And it's there's so much irony and juxtaposition that it makes it hilarious. And it works. But there are some real dangers. I mean, what happens when the next you know presidential election and you have deep fakes of a president saying something that he didn't actually say? So those are the real risks that are out there. But do those really affect our day-to-day as business owners? I mean, other than global nuclear war, I right? Mean, that's you know, we'll deal with that one. We'll comes. deal with. We dealt with that one in the '80s. All right? right, there was a movie about it, and everything worked out. Just got to have it play tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the solution. So let's get in just the the good. All right. Ben yeah, likes... yeah.
1: Um, you're really just winning me over with this whole AI conversation so far.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ben is a creative person. He's a great writer. He's a teacher. He's, I mean, not to humble brag, but he's working on his P.H. Mother F&D here really... right now. Yeah. I, and don't know, so... I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 taught English. You taught creative writing. And, you know, uh, when it comes to using AI for things that are in the creative realm, which is kind of where marketing, marketing is, you know, formula plus creative. Um, That's where things get kind of murky. And so there are some good uses of AI specifically with your marketing that I want to hit on. You know, AI can handle some of those tedious parts of putting t- things together within your marketing strategy, your plan, uh, automating, posting. I mean, if anybody uses Hootsuite, uh, you're using AI. That's all these are. I mean, AI has been around forever. AI is in your stoplights, it's in your smartwatch, it's in your phone. All it is is math. It's just math that can learn and progress and get better over time. So that's that's all that it is. So. I think that this is the first good thing that that I wanna hit on today that people should use AI platforms and tools for because we spend too much time focusing on the formula and not enough time focusing on the message. And we've asked Jasper, which is an AI platform, uh, to write comedy jokes and they are horrible. Uh, They Mm -hmm. are not remotely funny.
1: Right, I also have a test for if you're a good songwriter, like Willie Nelson, if you say, write me a song in the style of Willie Nelson, and it sounds like the, the, the songwriter that you're trying to mimic, then that person is not a good songwriter. So if you type that into Bard or Jasper or ChatGPT, uh, Willie Nelson songs are really, really hard for AI to write because they're very poetic. They have these very kind of abstract poetic images. Um, typically, AI pulls just generic rhymes, um, AABB rhyme schemes. Um, and they use certain words that are synonyms. So like for head, it would use the word dome for head, but Willie Nelson would never use that word. Um, But if you ask ChatGPT or AI to write a song in the style of like Luke Bryan, then it typically writes a song in the exact formula that Luke Bryan writes, uh, because those songs are very formulated, very easy to write. Um, When it comes to poetry and creative writing, I don't think that AI is anywhere close to being able to actually create something that a human can create. And I think it's important to understand, you have to categorize. We look at AI like we look at socialism in the same way, that everyone jumps to this idea of socialism so bad, but we have socialism in our lives every single day. We take advantage of socialist uh, programs in our own government all the time, but we don't even know about it. Um, When it comes to AI, we have to separate the social aspect of this doomsday scenario and then I think that's a question that a lot of business owners would have is how do you separate it? So you can have the societal aspect of AI and how it affects relationships and us working with one another and communicating with one another. But then that's different from how AI can benefit your business mm-hmm. and how it can help a business. And I think clarifying that to business owners is something that needs to be done because that right now when, it, when you hear AI, the first thing you think of are all those doomsday things that you just said. Yeah, And it's important to separate those pretty immediately um, if you wanna use it effectively.
0: And there are extremes. We see this with other marketing firms and agencies and individuals with business owners who they take the extreme position and say, AI can do everything just as good as a human, therefore I'm gonna have it do all of my stuff. So all of my social media posts, all of my copywriting for my ads, my Google ads, Facebook, Instagram ads, it's gonna write all the copy on my website. In fact, you know what? I'm just gonna use a cheap AI platform to build my website in just a few minutes, and that is, that is an extreme in the business world. That is a major mistake to make. It is a huge mistake because it's just like with the extremes socially and these, you know, cultural discussions we have is it the end of the world or is it going to save mankind? Like those are extremes. That is an extreme in the business world. It's a little bit smaller scale. You have to look at AI like a tool because that's what it is. It's just a tool. Now it is a very advanced tool, but you can do some incredible things. If you're using this tool correctly, if you're just avoiding this tool because it's scary, intimidating, or for nostalgic reasons, there's a lot of people who just, I'm not going to let it help me with my writing or research. Like I'm going to do it all myself. Okay. Well, that's just, a that's an equal mistake because now you're letting your own ego get in the way of a tool that can help you create and write something better you know the human still has to be involved in it and that's like the big thing the next thing I wanted to hit on is why marketing is unique and marketing creative writing songs music I mean no offense to Luke Bryan I know he listens to this podcast he's going to be crushed by your analysis
1: I've, I've talked to him about um, it already
0: yeah he knows but yeah I mean there are so many only so many words you can rhyme with you know truck and dog right and country road come up with a new country song yeah Um, so the thing is is marketing marketing boils down to feelings Marketing is all about the feeling brain and not the thinking brain. We use the thinking brain after we've already made our decision based on the emotions. It's all about an emotional connection, and I don't care how much you want to argue. It's about the facts. It's just the facts, ma'am. It's the specs. You're you're kidding yourself. You know we use the facts to justify the emotional conne- decision we've already made based on feelings. And so how this is a, a this is a bad area, a bad way to use AI. How can you expect AI to connect with and resonate with other humans with your message, with your marketing, if it doesn't know what feelings are, let alone how to feel them in the first place? Marketing is all about connecting on that emotional level and AI cannot feel. So how does it know? That's why it can't write jokes. It doesn't have a sense of humor. All it can do is pull from things that it's found online and say, well, these are things that other people are saying are emotional or sensitive or comical, but it can't connect in a genuine real way. So if you are using AI ChatGBT, whatever your platform or choice is, and you're having it do all your stuff. That's a mistake. That is just a major mistake that you can make. Now, Look, we'll in, in just a second, you want to kind of go through a, a couple of ways business, small business owners can use this. AI platforms in very specific real ways as a tool that's smart that's a smart use of this new technology. I
1: think yeah the growing pains of you just don't know how how to use it. Similarly with social media and that's a problem I'm sure a lot of businesses are at risk for especially businesses that maybe aren't that savvy when it comes to technology is that there's a tremendous opportunity for people to take advantage of businesses when it comes to things like AI because it's a surface level thing. You can have it can write you a very surface level this looks like a great script or a great blog or a great whatever, but there is no depth to it, and that's where the human aspect comes into play. Um, When you have those, some businesses that just don't understand that, it's easy for them to get taken advantage of uh, and be manipulated by whoever's using this Mm -hmm. AI. So I think that's a big concern that I think a lot of businesses should have in knowing that they're, what they're getting when they're getting AI and knowing that it is, it's not a one-stop shop when it comes to whatever you're having it create. The human aspect still has to be involved um, in the process.
0: And I, there are, there are so many different ways to use and misuse tools. And it, like I said, AI is no different than any other tool. I mean, I could use, I use the analogy in the beginning of this episode of a hammer versus a pneumatic air gun, a, a nail gun for framing a house. I mean, yeah, you could use a pneumatic air gun too much and it could cause issues. Like It's not going to build the house for you, but to just overlook it is, is just, I think, It seems to me it's more out of fear or ego, seems to be the reasons people aren't using these tools, but like with any other tool though, you need to research how to use the tool. You need to read the manual. And I don't think many business owners are, they're just following what other people are saying on Twitter and social media channels. And they're hearing this national discussion of chat is replacing everything and they don't really know what it's capable of. So I wanted to spend the last few minutes here in this episode, literally walking you through a very specific example of how. you. You as a small business owner can use AI platforms to level the playing field. Now we're going to use the example of SEO because a lot of companies, SEO is one of those things we've done episodes on this in the past. Um, it, it's, it seems like it's very complicated. It can get very complicated, but the basic premise is that you want to show up in Google searches for certain words. If you're a cupcake. Factory in Omaha and you're selling cupcakes and you have a counter and deli or whatever Then you want to show up for searches that are related to your business Locally, especially but if you're national vendor, then you want to rank for those specific keywords Uh, So that's really all it's about. I mean, it is the power of the written language It's the power of words just changing a couple words can have a huge difference. So how can you use well, Chad GPT and bard? um, Chad GPT and bard are are I would say chat is more advanced than Bard, from what, at least from my personal experience. But if I'm going to side with any AI platform when it comes to SEO, I'm going to use Google's because Google is what, 85% of the search engine uh, market. Yep. So you want to do what Google tells you to do. And for those sit right now who have heard like, well, I've heard that Google's suppressing AI creating content. You're right. You have heard that. They haven't specifically told us how. I don't know how. I don't really know how they are suppressing it. A lot of people have said that it's just a bluff of we're telling people we're suppressing it. Um, Other people, they're telling us they're suppressing like ChatGPT and others, and then they released their own AI platform, basically giving it a big endorsement for AI. Those sneaky guys. So a number of different maneuvers here by Google. I don't think, they, the way that they describe it, they don't say AI created content. The way to describe it is they are going to reward quality content. In other words, if your blog article or your website reads like a robot wrote it, that's not gonna be the best quality, right? And so that's really what you need to focus on. Is this relevant to other people? With SEO, and this is where using AI as a tool comes into play, SEO is all about getting picked up by the sensors, the AI in the algorithms for, I mean, really what you're doing is like you're writing content so that AI will see it and then place it in front of humans, right? So it's like the AI on search, for search engines, it's like the gatekeeper in a way. Mm. The
1: gatekeeper. It's like those big sphinxes and never-ending stories. Y- yes, the topless ones? The topless
0: ones, yeah. exactly. That always freaked me out. Put that a picture was... of those on the screen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know Do if it. we can anymore. I don't think we can get away. Oh. <laughs> I wonder who pitched that idea in that right. movie. You know what we need on these giant sphinxes? Okay, let's get back on point. All right, so we're using ChatGPT as an example. You're using Bard, uh, You know, Jasper, there are others. So here's how you can use it. So SEO, so you want your website to rank for content, you need to be putting out content. Blogs are your super secret weapon, highly effective. But let's say you don't have a lot of time to write these blogs, okay? Let's say maybe if you're doing a podcast, you wanna take the transcript, you can just copy the transcript paste it into Bard and say, Bard, this is called a call prompt, you give it a prompt. You are now Matt Tompkins. You Uh-oh. are an expert on content marketing. You own Two Brothers Creative, a content marketing company and podcast production studio in Omaha, Nebraska. Sounds like the beginning of a terrible sci-fi movie. Here, it does. In ChatGPT and Bard, you can uh, paste like, I want you to scan my website and consume all of the content on this website so that you have an understanding of my past writing style, who I am and what we do. and then and say, you know, let me know when you're ready. Now that prompt, you create that once and just save it in a Google Doc, save it in a Word doc. And then every time you're writing content for yourself, you start off your chat with that prompt. So that prompt you start off with, okay, so put the prompt in. Now it's gonna write as you. Now the more input, the more information you give it in that prompt, the more accurate it's going to be uh, related specifically to you. But then let's say you take like this episode of this podcast, we could take the transcript from this, which is just a, just the AI is going to create a written transcript of every word we've said. And it's You paste that in a bar and say, I want you to summarize this transcript into an 800 word blog article. And we want to rank highly for SEO for the following keywords. And those keywords would be artificial intelligence, AI, artificial intelligence for marketing, AI for marketing, uh, AI for content creation, AI for content marketing. And you say, go, Boom, in seconds, it's going to create the first draft and that is important. It is not the final draft, but it's the first draft. And it is based on unique content that we've created. So it has a human perspective, human insight, those feelings that. That chat can't emulate on its own and it has that but it's going to just quickly structure this and lay this out Now you can take that blog rough draft and you can use the blog writing SEO checklist that we have You can download it for free today The link is in the show notes and you just run through it. You add your external links your internal links You add some photos you just do the little things that you need to do your h1 title tag h2 Your metadata and you're good. You have a blog article now that's going to as long as it lives on the internet 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 for the the rest of its life, it is going to pay off. It's like real estate to your investment portfolio. It's just going to keep on paying. And how much did it cost you? It cost you a few minutes, a few minutes of your time, a half hour, maybe most, I mean, I did this. I was just messing around Bart in two hours. I wrote 17 blog articles. 17 blog articles and then I spent the next two hours going through we use some uh, website called SEM rush and it has a writing assistant so we can really dial in the SEO get a highest score as possible in four hours time we had I think eight of those 17 were ready to be posted ranked high and are currently ranking in searches right now so I'm just saying as far as using it as a tool it is a major mistake to just say no, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to learn about it. I'm just going to, you know, if I ignore it, it's going to go away. It's a passing fad, you know, whatever. All right. This isn't MySpace. It's going to be here forever. It has been here forever. So use the checklist we have in the show notes. If you have questions about AI, you have questions about your marketing, obviously you can hit us up all the contact information in the show notes as well. But I think the important lesson today would be the takeaways. Don't go to the extremes. Don't ignore the tools that are at your disposal right now because those tools i'm telling you you get 20 blog articles up on your website you're going to start leveling the playing field in the area of seo for your company you know and how much did it cost you it cost you reading learning and some time i mean that's that's really that is such a minimal investment for us to commit for a major major reward that we could that we can reap the benefits from
1: and i think separating the societal impact of ai and the future of ai um and those initial growing pains that where people will take advantage of it people will abuse it as we learn more and more about this just like in any new age but then separating that from the business side you can't because it's such a dramatic issue and scary issue and fun issue to talk about it's easy to lump it in and just get scared and and Back away from it, but there is a clear separation from the benefits AI has on a business side and a marketing side, and then the benefits and disadvantages it, it presents to a society as a whole. They are they are separate things, uh, so that's important to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's hard to separate those two, but you have to think about what's best for your business. I mean, if they came out with a new product, a new uh, tool of any kind, they came out with a new map. And this mop is going to clean your floors. Floors. I mean, the the new the little electric, electric uh, AI Roombas. Roombas, the vacuums. I mean, would you say you know you know what? No, it's that that Roomba may try and kill me and take over the planet someday. I'm just going to steer away know. from that. That. Have you uh, seen some of these Roombas, Matt? <laughs> uh, vicious. Just you have to be, you have to learn, you have to, you have to uh, evolve along with the technology. Otherwise, as a business owner, you're just going to be missing out on major opportunities. And so we use AI as a tool, just like you should be using AI as a tool. Don't overuse it. You have to be smart and you have to kind of weigh it on a case by case basis. All right. Thanks once again for joining us today on Midwest Mindset. Don't forget in the show notes here, there is a link. You can download that checklist for writing the perfect SEO focused blog article. Uh, We'll have more resources for you if you want to read up on AI in the show notes for you as well. And we'll see you on the next episode.